And now, streaming out of Northeast Ohio, representing Marks, Drunks, and a little bit of kayfabe, AIW Fan Club. It's wrestling and podcasting, previewing and reviewing all motherfucking day. People of the world, I give to you wrestling fucking cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when we're done going for broke. This is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things going on in Northeast Ohio, independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview for AIW's Chandler Biggins Memorial Tournament. I am your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Training Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose, desire WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at WhatAManeuver.net. Like I said, this is a preview for this Friday's Chandler Biggins Memorial Tournament. It is finally here. Like I said, we're done going for broke, but we previewed all those episodes. So kind of got to bring everybody back so we can preview this tournament. So we have Jay Gold. Hey, one shining moment. We're going to be doing brackets, brackets, brackets. I am so happy to be back with you guys. So let's do it. I mean, we're doing brackets, but mainly we're just going to be doing the opening round and like talking about uh, probably the winner of who we think is going to win and all. Can't really like do every bracket by bracket because our our picks will be different. I dig it. Someone's singing one shining moment at the end, so let's do it. And we have Charlie Butters. Hey, you can also listen to his podcast today because he decided to take up my Thursday. <laughs> it's a bonus episode, so. If you enjoy this episode, uh, I'll be talking to our absolute and intense champion, the intense icon, Mr. Josh Bishop. Uh, that will be a fun interview available as well. I hope that interview happens because you haven't recorded it yet. And if I have to like bleep all this out come Wednesday, then uh, yeah. Hell or high water, it'll be there. And I mean bleep, bleep too. I don't mean like delete or mute. I'm just talking about like beep. <sighs> Hell or high water, I will have Josh Bishop on this week. It'll be out. Well, if I give you one piece of advice when interviewing Joshua Bishop, because I was the first person to interview him, uh, don't delete the audio like I did. <laughs> I will be very careful not to do that. I don't want a uh, powerbomb on chairs. So, One of my lowest moments in podcasting that people like didn't see or hear was coming home after Absolution. After I have this interview with him after the show... And this was back when those interviews were being recorded on a really shitty Android tablet because it was the only really thing that I had that was mobile. 
and I accidentally hit delete. And then as soon as after I did it, I was like, what the fuck? So then I had to be like, hey, Josh, um, can we like redo this interview? Because, um, yeah, luckily he didn't live that far from me. I mean, far enough, but closer to he could, he drove over, had him at where I was living at in the dining room, but still just don't delete it. I'll make sure we'll be good. That's the, the magic of having a memory card. And also other ways to save it, because I am the psychopath that because of moments like that, I do record like two audios because you never fucking know. Yeah, I still don't do that. I might have to just make sure I double record this time just in case. Now you got me worried. (laughs) The moment it happens to you, you're going to be like, I know you kept telling me to do it, but fuck, because I've, I've actually heard of this too. And obviously with technology, it can happen where a memory card can get corrupt. If that happens, I'm never telling you because you'll never let me live it down. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be my little evil secret that I keep forever and ever. But deep down, you will know I was right. (laughs) Yep. Because I've had moments where I've needed both recordings for one reason or another, especially when I had uh, the Roadcaster memory card at one point. I don't know what happened to it. But always after about an hour in, it would stop and I would have to uh, check the memory card and put it back in for it to record again. I have since found a better memory card, (laughs) but that was frustrating to be recording and then not recording. So I needed to have both sets of audio. That's coming with like 10 years of fucking experience. Now that I can have two things of recording, I could do three if I wanted to, but I'm not that much of a psychopath. All right, let's talk about this tournament and uh basically yeah i know for previews we normally pick three but in a tournament you gotta talk about every single match so we're gonna do just that and i think we need to start with the play in matches basically that's gonna really set the tone we really have to we have to talk about these two plans because that's if whatever brackets whoever has brackets out there going all the way to the end you're playing at home. You got to make sure that that those plans work out in your favor. Otherwise, your bracket is busted from the very beginning. Actually, before we get fully into that, there is one thing I did forget. Do you guys remember what your early picks were? I remember mine. Mm-hmm. Butters, do you remember yours? I didn't have one. I was torn between like three people. And I don't think I gave a full answer because I didn't know who exactly would be in the tournament. I think I even mentioned like Lee Moriarty at one point. So... But all three people that I want are uh, in this tournament. So, see, mine has never changed. Mine hadn't changed, but due to some information that was found out over the last month, or at least announced over the last month, it's making me question it. So, before we get into that, let's talk about your pick, Josh. Who was it? My my pick, Derek Dillinger. Has not changed since day one. I think this tournament was made for him. Also, when we get into the brackets, you'll see the pathway could be easier than the other side, but um, could be. Don't take, don't hold me to it. But my man Derek, I, I think this tournament was absolutely made for him and Ziggy. Um, having that secondary um, partner or manager or teammate means all the difference in this tournament and i think derek's got that so i'm i i ride all the way to the end with him since the very beginning of this show 
Okay, Butters, what were your three that you had? So I had Derek Dillinger as well because I just feel like it's his time. Uh, I also had Dominic Garini because I feel like with how he's been, uh, he's in that same category of it's it's really his time. Like he's really been having stellar matches. He's in that t- discussion. And then the other, which I thought made a lot of sense, uh, especially with who his tag team partner was, and uh, that'd be Wes Barkley. So those were my three. And um, but my if I had to like if you told me like at the very beginning I had to just pick one, I probably would have picked Derek Dillinger as well because I feel like he is. I mean, he's he's he, it's his time. It's he's this is it. This is his time right here. He's got to shine. My pick coming into this was Dominic Garini. Dom was in the very first match of Go For Broke. And uh, when we did the final review, uh, episode 10, I stuck with that. But after that, Dom did announce that he was going to be taking a break from wrestling because he had some injuries. And far as I understand, this match will be his first match back. But we don't know exactly his status. Like, it's, it's one thing to be like, hey, I'm... I'm stepping away because I got all these injuries in hopes that I'm ready for this tournament. Well, is he ready? Is he going to be able to compete? Are are these injuries still going to be an issue? Or is he going to enter it not 100% and that's going to cost him? So unfortunately, due to the unknown status of Dominic Greeny, I will not be picking him to win. Oh, but uh, we'll talk about winners at the end. So you got two people who might not back away from that. One for sure that won't. And you have me who you don't necessarily know who I'm picking. So let's start with those um, playing matches. Start with Kaplan versus Razor Sharp. Question number one. Are we ready? Nobody's ready. This match is going to... I don't know if this goes on first. I think the uh, Odeon's going to implode and we just got to cancel the tournament because <laughs> I don't know if, if there's much that can that can top this match if it goes first. I, I was going to tell you, I know who's fucking ready and it's Kaplan and he is going to take old Razor in his Atlanta Falcons jersey and he's going to twist poor Razor inside out and uh, Kaplan's going to make short work in round in the playing round. It, you know, it. it I love I love Razor. Look, I love him. Everybody loves him. He's a he's a hoot to hang out with. He's really nice to watch in the ring. He tries, but I mean, Kaplan is the is the blue collar brawler, the wrecking ball. The I mean, remember during that? I don't remember what week it was or what match when Kaplan did that. He did that moonsault, or or he he did the assisted t- over the top rope onto the floor, and he hit his head. And Thorne was like, oh, my God, you could hear his head like thunk against the floor. And then he just got up like nothing happened. Are you telling me that Razor has a chance right now with Kaplan with his with with a head made like a ball of cement? There's no way. In, in my opinion, Kaplan in a walkover Razor, you'll get some high fives and some hugs afterwards and say that was a great effort. And I'm glad he got in the tournament. But let's be real here, folks. Kaplan, let's get him on to the next round. I mean, we've also seen Kaplan miss his split-legged moonsault and get pinned right after. So he doesn't need to do that in this match. We don't need to split, save the split-legged moonsault for the finals or wherever, whoever has him, wherever. 
I don't think he needs it in this match. Please don't do that in this match. Don't do it. Just keep it, keep stay on your feet. All you need to do is use your fists and your big meaty head, and we don't need anything else. <laughs> so you think if he goes lariat, that'll be that'll be so yep. sufficient. Yeah. Ripcord lariat, anything like that with poor Razor. Oh man, please. <laughs> That's it. All right, what are your thoughts on the match, uh, Butters? I mean, like I said, Kaplan, if if he goes to that top rope and misses that moonsault, all it takes is, you know, Razor to to, to get a roll up on him and uh he could have the three. I mean, maybe Razor knows that everybody's not counting on him to go past. Maybe he pulls out some some cheap tricks and uses you know puts his feet on the rope maybe he's got brass knucks he's gonna use because he, he wears gloves you know maybe the ref doesn't check his gloves I and mean, you can't really discount him like everybody's discounting him but i mean he he shouldn't have got this far but he got this far so well, who's to say that maybe he gets past kaplan i mean what if what if wes and, and josh want the easy uh next you know wes wants that easy next round and maybe you know him and josh come out and distract Kaplan and Razor gets that win. I mean, there, there, anything can happen. I mean, Wes, you know, Wes, I love him, but he's, he's a smart guy. I mean, the smart play would be get Razor into the set to the round to face him and he can outsmart him. I mean, that would be my guess. Um, I'm going to, I, if I, if I had to pick, I, I'd say Razor. I think Razor's going to get to shock the world. That's exactly where I was going. I think that Razor Sharp's going to win, and it's going to be because of Bishop or Wes Barkley, because they want that easy route. It almost has to happen that way. And if you think about it, too, remember they went and and told Kaplan that, you know, PB was talking shit, and Kaplan thinks that Wes and, and, and Josh are his buddies. So, I mean, they show up on the stage. Kaplan's going to be like, oh, my, my friends are here. And then, you know... Yeah, but you're making you're making out like Kaplan is like not not wise to the situation. Like it, I, Kaplan knows these guys are not there for him, and he knows that Wes is waiting in the second round. I don't think so he does. I he don't doesn't. Does. He doesn't know Wes is waiting in the second round. He's gonna just say, "I'm gonna bring these dudes out, and 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 uh, they're my friends." If he doesn't see this. If he doesn't see this, we're gonna have to have a word with him after that match because Kaplan's got to protect himself in there. And he needs to keep a head on a swivel then, but he's got to get through to the next round. He has to. It's, he's got to get through to the next round. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I, I think. I think the world, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think this match p- could potentially start the show and you don't trust the Rip City shooters at all. Yeah, they were uh, they were your boys at one point. But knowing that you have to face one and. They would technically want you to lay down in said match that you, we know that he wouldn't do that. So you get rid of him, take him out. So, yeah, I I, say this, I could listen to, are you ready? You know, the razor sharps theme all day. If they want to play that every day, all day, I could listen to it. So it wouldn't hurt me to have him win. It would just hurt my bracket because I do love that song. I could listen to it forever. You and Sam going to bump it all the way to Cleveland. It's a possibility. While we're listening to this show. <laughs> How are you going to do that? Listen to the show and the podcast at the same time. Listen, we, we have two phones. Podcast runs through the uh, Apple CarPlay and the uh, other phone is bumping. Are you ready? And we could just keep going. 400 miles to Cleveland. I'm going to have to create a special mix of uh, 
this podcast where it's it's the actual show, but then underneath it is just that song on repeat. Just for you. I'll I'll send you the file for it so you can you can jam out in in, in perfect stereo. <laughs> the entire way. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we got two for Razor Sharp, one for Kaplan. Let's go to the other one and this should be interesting. Dominic Greeny versus Mikey Montgomery Butters. What you got here? Oh man. Um I mean, even with Dom being the unknown. I still pull for Dom. I still think maybe, maybe on some crazy level, he's a hundred percent and he shocks the world and, you know, makes quick work of Mikey. Um, at the same time, Mikey's really been on a roll lately. He's been on a tear and, uh, that's one. (laughs) I got to get it in, you know, I got, I got to get my shit in, uh, Copyright dressing <laughs> cheers 2020. I really, I mean, with Dom being that unknown, I mean, I, I don't have much of a choice. I'd have to, I'd have to say Mikey. I, I think that even if Dom is, you know, 75% and Mikey's a hundred, you still got the Bitcoin uh, tandem there. So you got, you know, Eric Taylor, you got Duke. I mean, Duke may not be out there because he's going to match, but maybe he is. I don't know. I mean, <sighs> I'm, I'm going to have to go Mikey. I just, I, I, I'm sorry, Dom. I, I, I don't, I don't want to, but I just, I can't. The unknown is, is what really gets me. How about you, Jay Gold? All right. Let me, let me preface this by saying this fall of 2021 should be the fall of the Bitcoin boys. These guys, as I said to you guys during um, go for broke, it's their turn. They're awesome. I really like, both of them, I like the dynamic they both have. I like that Eric Taylor. I think he's a megastar, and I think Mikey's really, really creative as far as what he does. But in my opinion, and, and also do the fact that I can't listen to Ed, I must see Dom just take Mikey's arms and take them off and then just beat him with it. Like, that's what I – I need Dom to win. I am picking Dom to win that match. Um but I will say that after this tournament goes, I am on the Bitcoin boys bandwagon for the rest of the year. And I really think they'll eventually win the titles. But for this tournament, I really do think Dom is, is going to, is, is the guy, is the pick for here. That's just my opinion. I know he's going to have to go up against two guys out there with, with Eric. I know that, that Duke might be out there. I just have this feeling that, um, in a tournament for, for Biggins, Dom's gonna Dom's gonna put everything he has, no matter how hurt he might be, no matter how on the mend he is. An eighty-five percent Dom Garini is like a, you know a cornered Wolverine. Like just, I just have a feeling that Dom is gonna come out in that one. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be hard for me to go with Dom, just because everything that Butters mentioned. I think I think Mikey's gonna pull it off. Mikey has shown that he is a killer. He dresses the part. And he could actually do the part. So if there are uh, any type of disabilities coming from Dominic Greeny, I think Mikey is going to capitalize on him. And this is going to be the big moment for Mikey because we, we've already had the big moment for Eric Taylor. Having the match with Dom end at a time limit draw, this is Mikey's turn. So I got Mikey. And if he can win it the way Ed wants it, 
then I'll get a good chuckle out of it for the fact that it actually happened, but also for the fact of watching Ed's reaction, because this will be early enough in the show where he's not, he hasn't left yet. So, (laughs) cause obviously you have to start off the show with pretty much one of these two matches. And then I would expect the second match to be the other one. So that that's, that's the way I'm going with it. So yeah, Dom was my pick to win. This shows you exactly why I think Mikey's getting it. God, it's been so long since I've done one of these shows. Uh, well, let's move on to the next match. Totally forgot about that, but let's say it's because those are opening round matches. We hadn't officially gotten to the tournament, so now tournament time, official seeding. Uh, let's, uh, let's start with the two matches that don't have the plan. This is, this is where it's actually kind of complicated, too, and I didn't even think about this, where we don't exactly know Wes's opponent. We have who we think it's going to be. And then we don't necessarily know Trey's opponent because we don't necessarily know who that's going to be. But Ethan Wright, the AIW Academy killer versus Pretty Boy Smooth. You had Ethan Wright on this roll, beating all these students through the tournament. Now he enters, he's officially in, and he has to go up against another former AIW student. Now, that wasn't the only training he got, but he that still fits the Academy killer. But this is a former absolute champion at the same time. I think this will be close, but I got to go with Pretty Boy Smooth. Ethan Wright's got a lot riding on him, but Pretty Boy ain't taking no bullshit. Former champion, former tag team champion coming out on top. Who do you got, Jay Gold? Okay, so in my bracket, I have PB because honestly, PB's been really, really, um, like, really really impressing me another one i i mean guys let's honestly if you go back to when when go for broke started i feel like a fire's been lit under some of these guys and and i'm gonna say most of the aiw roster of fire's been lit and pb has impressed me i think ethan wright you i'm i'm saying pb but i wouldn't be surprised if ethan wright gets at least one win in this tournament he was so impressive in the go for broke tournament he looks the part he moves like he's he's he moves tv ready he looks tv ready i just i wouldn't be surprised if he won but i do think that the big fella that pb's got it uh, i you know this one's re- it's really hard uh, the other side of the bracket i'm a little more confident in even though you guys made some good points i still think that this match is the might be the biggest toss up of them all, but I still am going to take PB. But I do like what Ethan Wright has become. I was not into him at the start of Go for Broke, but I also think PB if he brings out Jocelyn and Ethan Wright gets that rub that that little help from Duke. Remember how he's like kind of planting the seeds that he's with Duke. Jocelyn negates that, so you know I do think PB is going to pull it out. How about you, Butters? Man. So I really like pretty boy smooth. I really think that there's a lot of upside. And I think that, you know, with being a former champion, uh, this is his tournament to lose. Um, I think that Ethan Wright though, he's had an answer for everybody else from the Academy. And I think that he's just a step above all these guys somehow. And I mean, with who he has, you know, uh, kind of, associated himself with loosely uh i can easily see ethan wright moving on to the next round 
um, by hook or by crook. Um, honestly, though, man, this is tough because I really think this is a real good toss up between these two because I could see either guy really going on. Um, but I'm going to go with Ethan Wright. I think that he's been on this role. He nobody from the academy's had an answer for him yet. And I unfortunately don't think PB is going to be the man to have that answer for him, even if he has Jocelyn at ringside, even if he has, uh, you know, Trey there. I I don't think he's going to have the answer for Ethan. I think Ethan's going to have to lose at some point to someone from the academy. Like, like, let's actually go down this entire bracket there other other than himself. What two people aren't academy wrestlers? And those two are razor sharp in the Duke. So if he doesn't lose this round to someone from the Academy, he might lose it in the next round or even the round after that. Because if I mean, if you're not picking him to win, somebody's going to have the answer, which granted, I'm not counting out him like he won't win because that actually I've said before, like that would be a crazy story because then you kind of have a video game thing kind of going on. You went through go for broke beat all these academy wrestlers you get to the tournament you beat all these academy wrestlers boss battle you versus josh bishop an academy student you 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 gotta lose at some point though could you imagine ethan wright beating josh bishop no (laughs) (laughs) no do you think we would all throw trash in the ring or is that another company No, I think we're throwing smoke and Jay's barbecue in the ring. Everybody's smothered in macaroni and cheese goodness. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, um, I think Ethan Wright's losing at some point to somebody from the Academy. And the one I'm picking is against Pretty Boy. I think uh, you got Pretty Boy being a veteran, being very accomplished in AIW. But hey, if Ethan Wright, you know, pulls it out, that's great. Then he has the potential of dealing with Wes Barkley if Wes Barkley can get past his match. So yeah, that, that is what it is. Any final thoughts on this match from either of you? Mm-mm. Nope. All right, let's move into the other one that doesn't have a playing match. A lot of D's in this match. Both are dickheads. Derek Dillinger versus The Duke. So where are you going with this, Jay Gold? <laughs> Derek. Derek, in short order, I think Ziggy's going to keep the Bitcoin boys at bay. And I, I honestly think that these guys are going to hit each other really hard. But I, I, Derek is, have you, have you seen him lately? Like on, on some of his matches? I mean, I, I just don't, I, I love Duke as a person. Like I know everybody hates him. I like, I just like what his character is. I like how he presents himself. And he was the MVP for me the first, uh, what, four weeks of, of go for broke, literally the MVP, the guy touched everything he touched turned to gold on television the first four weeks but as soon as you start putting Derek in there and Derek has a head of steam right now if you watch some of his his promos and in other places Derek's gonna kick his ass and that's gonna be it on to the next round for Derek um I want to see him step up in competition it's it's his turn like I think Butters you'd agree with me it's time for Derek to step up in competition after Duke maybe get a long match, like a 30-minute, 25-minute match, I want to see a stamina push, but I also want to see Derek wrestle other styles, maybe get on the mat a little bit. Instead of having to just kind of every match, Derek's going to be power and power. I'd like to see him expand his his wings a little bit. 
but I, I honestly think he's going to make short work of Duke. I just, I just don't think, I think at this point, Duke's like, his train has lost a lot of steam as far as the tournament. He gave up that spot to, um, Ethan Wright so he wouldn't have to wrestle PB. I think he's overthought himself and I think Derek's going to win. How about you, Butters? Yeah, I think, uh, Derek can outsmart a lot of the other competitors. And if he can keep that up, uh, each, you know, match, um, if he doesn't have to go crazy long, then I mean, why do it? I think that, uh, you know, using his tools at his disposal with having Ziggy and, uh, you know, I just, I feel like he, uh, will be all right. I think that I'm not gonna say it's a cakewalk for him, but I feel like he's got the tools to, to get, to the finals and, and, and win the whole thing. So, uh, I won't look past the Duke. I think the Duke does have some tricks up his sleeve, but I think that Derek knows that and will be able to counter them accordingly. As much as I would love to see the Duke versus razor sharp in the finals, I'm going to go with Derek Dillinger. So does that mean, is this the first match we've all agreed on? I think so. I don't know. I don't know what else to say this about this. I think a lot's been shown from Derek over the past year and he shined a lot in the tournament or at least, you know, the technically it's not tournament, but you know, through the go for broke. And I think he's going to continue to shine here. Love to see him win it, but we'll, we'll get to that towards the end. Um, so no, any final thoughts on that one? Nope. Nope. All right. Let's move on to the two matches that are going to be really hard to talk about. Start with Wes Barkley. Uh, Depending on who you got, whether he's going to beat Kaplan or Razor Sharp, I'm going to go first here. I think going with what I was saying earlier, I think Bishop is going to screw over Kaplan or maybe Wes Barkley screws over Kaplan. Makes more sense to have Bishop kind of do a little bit of dirty work because he's he's not in, in any match. But I think Kaplan's going to he's going to pay it back. Wes Barkley's going to lose and we're going to see Razor Sharp get two wins in the same night josh you got kaplan versus barkley so what are your thoughts on it it's it's so not to give away too much but i will uh wes is it it, i I honestly believe on my bracket side not to not to you know jump ahead but wes number one seed who's hotter right now than the shooters um you know i get whoever wes goes against in the very first round, whoever it, it could have been anybody. I honestly think West is going to go to the next round. There literally is nobody hotter than him and Bishop right now in whether it be in Ohio or in the Midwest. Um, who, if you can find me a tag team or a group of guys who are hotter in this area than West and Bishop, I don't, I couldn't find one. You couldn't find me one. West is going to win. No matter who it is, whether it's Razor Sharp or Kaplan, and I believe West goes to the next round. Um, so yeah, that's I'm I'm going with uh, with West Barkley for for the win on the upside of the bracket. Have you ever heard of PME? I sure have, but they're not in this one. Well, you said in this area. Yeah, but I'm saying right now, PME is is the tag champs. They are they are the champs. You you never discount the champs. But I'm talking about momentum wise. Who is hotter than than the shooters right now as far as momentum? And I don't know if you could if you can put even PME up against them right now as far as momentum. I think Wes his promos are are second to none, and having Bishop 
anywhere near him at all times. Scariest man on earth, you know, baby Sid is exactly what he needs to get through this tournament. So, you know, I can't, I, if you were going to tell me to bet, that's a, you know, plus, plus 800 right there. There's no way to, to, to bet against Wes. All right, butters. Uh, you believe you had razor sharp versus Wes Barkley. So what are your thoughts on it? So here's where it can get interesting because, you know, there's some speculation that Wes maybe didn't come across that money and in such a legal way. Right. So maybe PME decides to interfere. Uh, maybe, you know, they, they, they take umbrage with maybe what Wes maybe possibly allegedly did and uh, maybe razor moves on to the next round. Um, I would be really, really shocked if that was the case. Um, I feel like Wes is, you know, like Josh said, he's got a lot of that momentum. So I feel like he would obviously try to get, you know, I think he's going to get pretty close to the finals, if not be in the finals. So, I mean, I'm going to give the advantage to Wes, but I I don't, I think he's got to keep it in the back of his head that, you know, there's going to be some payback coming. So don't know when that'll be. Could be early, could be late, never know. I kind of forgot about that aspect. So if it's not Kaplan getting revenge, if, you know, that happens to be a thing where Kaplan needs to get revenge, you do have PME out there, mainly Philly, who felt like he got fucked. So right. it's not everything is not stacked in Wes Barkley's favor like it was coming into the tournament. He he's uh he's he's, he's made some enemies and and if and it's going to be show it's going to show at some point yep i mean this is it where does, it comes it, now and i mean he got himself this far but now here's where it counts and he stepped on a lot of people to get here and uh, i don't think those people are going to forget that so it does it does feel a little bit like the wild west right now now that we talk about it um all of these matchups somebody has done something to somebody to put some doubt in anybody making a bracket's minds like talking this through now i have doubts about oh, every one of these matches there could be something that could prevent one or the other guy from winning and not in the ring some outside force can play its part in almost every one of these matches which is so intriguing now that we talk about it when you think about it right literally some outside force could play a part in any of these somebody messed up with somebody this entire tournament and nobody messed up more than Wes, but nobody has a brick wall protecting them in Josh Bishop like Wes. So that's where I, I agree with you that Wes made a lot of enemies, but he also has the number one, the absolute number one uh, uh, game changer and having Bishop in your corner is in the end is the, is the, is that's the, that's the wild card. Uh, you know, Derek has Ziggy, you have the Bitcoin, you have 40 acres. Who has the biggest champ in the entire company, the double champ? Only Wes. That's why I give him the edge. No matter what, I give it to Wes because he has Bishop in his corner. I mean, really, when we break it down, outside of like Ethan Wright, who really didn't have too many bad interactions with people. Uh, I mean, he had a few, but nothing too crazy. Trey Lamar didn't really have anything crazy either. 
I mean, I can't think of really one instance where he had heated a heated exchange or anything, really. He just kind of had his matches and got where he got. So, I mean, unless I really just don't remember, I feel like Trey Lamar really just has been a star this whole time and just kind of walked his way in and didn't really have to step on anybody to get there. So he, he doesn't have to, but he also has another wild card. He has Jocelyn and, and, and PB. So, you know, that, that having a tag team there to protect you, um, you know, Trey, Trey doesn't have to worry about somebody he upset. He also doesn't have to worry about watching his back, no matter who he goes against. But true. The- but, the, uh, but he didn't really have anybody with him at ringside when he wrestled. It was very much just him out there being the star that he is. So I don't even know if, if, if Jocelyn will be with him at all during the tournament. He, if he, you, you know that if Mikey beats Dom and Duke is out there with him, you know Jocelyn wants to throw hands with Duke. She just wants to she just wants to slap the crap out of Duke's teeth. She just Jocelyn hit him so hard that time. That's true. I know she wants to do it again. That's true. Yep. I mean, but the thing you got too, pretty boy smooth is, is in the tournament. So he's not necessarily going to interact for a lot on Trey's behalf. I don't think, I think there's like Jocelyn will be with both of them, but I'm not expecting smooth to come out for Trey's match. Just like I'm not expecting the Duke to come out for Mikey's guaranteed one match. And if, you know, Mikey does win, you know, you have the potential of after uh, the Duke and Derek where you could get the Duke versus Mikey. So I, with a lot of things playing in tournament, I'm not expecting other tournament competitors to come out for a teammates match. But, I, I feel like Duke is protecting his investment though. I think he will be out there with one of the bit with, uh, with Mikey. I don't I do it's too though. I think that we got Eric Taylor with Mikey, so he yeah. doesn't have to, he can focus on his own thing. And I think Eric will probably back both guys. Um, that's why I think like Jocelyn, now that it was mentioned, I, we do got to remember that Jocelyn did split her winnings to, to help pretty boy smooth and Trey Lamar get into the tournament. So I could see her definitely wanting to protect her investment as well, because she gave up her spot to get both of them in. So she could definitely be there with both of them as well. So, and then too, like, yeah, granted the wild card factor that is for Josh Bishop to be in West Barkley's corner. if. PME does suspect Wes to have taken the money. That's two coming out. Granted, it came out of Philly's part, but that affected two people in a team. So you could easily see both of them coming out because we, we, we've already heard like what would happen that if Wes Barkley wins, he's cashing in to get a tag team title shot. Cause he's obviously not going to cash in on Bishop, his tag team partner for one of the belts. So he, it makes obvious sense and they've talked about it. It's going to be tag team. So if you want to prevent that, if they've, they're the ones that fucked you, you're going to make sure you fuck them back. So that's a potential thing coming up too. I for, totally forgot about it. Thank you for reminding me butters. Yep. And if they do interfere in that opening match between Kaplan and razor, you know, Kaplan's going to want to come after it too. I mean, they could potentially have three people interfere in that match with razor sharp. If they, if it goes that route. So, I mean, it could be, <laughs> I mean, Razor Sharp's match is going to be a, a a giant shit show. <laughs> I mean, everything's well, coming what else out. You expect? I mean, could you imagine Razor moving on over Wes into, I mean, into the quarterfinals? I mean, I don't think he'll get past that, but 
I think he could really, I don't think anybody's ready. I think he could shock the world and keep going. I feel like Wes is, I love Wes. I love Josh, but I think that they might've, you know, picked too many fights. And I think that's going to come back to bite him. And if Razor can capitalize, I mean, he could get super lucky and get pretty far in the tournament further than anybody expected. I mean, crazier shit has happened in, in AIW. So we'll see. Any other final thoughts on Wes's potential matchups? I will take the silence. That'll be edited out as a no. So let's move on <laughs> to the next match. We got Trey Lamar on the other end. So Trey Lamar either versus Dominic Greeny or Trey Lamar versus Mikey Montgomery. Uh, I will start. I had Trey versus Mikey. And, you know, even if Mikey manages to get past Dom, I don't think he's going to get past Trey. Trey has been on a hot streak, actually, not just in AIW, but outside of AIW. This is a different Trey Lamar than we've seen at the beginning of 2019. This is a little bit more focused Trey and a little bit better Trey. So it makes a lot of sense for me to put Trey as the winner. Though you do have, you know, Jocelyn's going to be ringside and then probably Eric ringside, but I'm still going to go with Trey. Uh, Jay Gold, you you had Dom for this one, so it's a problem though. Like I, I'm I'm reconsidering because you guys make very <laughs> good points. It's a problem. This side of the bracket's becoming a problem for me because if Dom doesn't win, it messes up my entire line because I actually thought honestly I have a dream match for me. A match with Dom and Derek was my was the you know the penultimate leading up to the final. But I've watched Trey live this. Was against Mikey, Trey wins. Trey against Derek, then you have another type of dream match. But honestly, it, I think it just depends for me. If, if Dom comes in injured and he can't and he can't beat Mikey, and Mikey goes against Trey, then Trey moves on. If Dom comes out like a house of fire, beats up Mikey, goes on against Trey, I think Dom moves on. That's just I'm just being you know I'm th- this is just me and my bracket hopeful. But talking, listening to you, Summers, talk about Trey, you're right. He is extremely focused. He's extremely impressive lately. Um, if he goes against Mikey, he's moving on. So those are that's my my reasoning. My, this whole side of the bracket is all messed up for me now, thinking about Dom being, you know, not 100% against Mikey. Does, is Mikey going to be able to take advantage? I just, I just don't know. But... I'm not trying to insult Trey. I think if he goes against Dom, he loses. But Mikey, he does win and moves on. All right, Butters, you were like me. You had uh, Trey and Mikey. So what are your thoughts? Uh, if we get Trey Mikey, um, I do think, like you said, Trey is a whole different caliber athlete at this point. And I think that he would definitely move on. Um, going to uh, Jay Gold's pick, if, you know, Dom is 100%, I mean, I, I really had Dom going up against Derek in, in you know in the in the quarterfinals or semifinals. Um, so uh, I feel like if if somehow Dom is 100, percent maybe I you know we're completely wiped off on that, and I see him going far. But if it's if it goes to Mikey, I don't think he gets out of the first round, and I think Trey uh, meets Derek in uh, his second round, and that, that'll be a really good match. And I think that those two are two guys that, you know, in the next three, four years are going to be, if they want to be, they will be uh, 
in a, on, on, on national TV. Yeah, I could see us getting uh, Derek versus Trey. I think when we get to the, whether you call it the quarterfinals finals or technically, I think it could be also called semifinals. There's going to be a lot of great matchups. Obviously, with all of our picks, it's going to be hard to go over all of those. But I think Derek versus Trey could bring down the house. I think there's a lot riding on both of them. Uh, just within professional wrestling, you know, you have Trey who's done so much over the last year, just really getting his name out there more. And, you know, Derek is starting to scratch the surface on that. And this could really put Derek out there more. I'm trying in my head to like put into words the right way to look at this, this side of the bracket, because it's really hard. And the dynamic shifts depending on, honestly, it really does shift depending on who wins that, that plan. Like uh, on the other side, I have no doubt that Wes will win, whether it's Razor or Kaplan. That's just my opinion. But on this side, I don't know. I, I just, it's so, it, it all comes down to that matchup. Trey has a better matchup against Mikey. Trey does not have the better matchup against Dom because Dom will ground him. Um, Mikey and Trey, both guys will be in the air. And when you have two guys who are in the air, the better man probably will win. And Trey is the better man in that match. You know, mortar and pestle, we're going to have a problem. So that's why I can't, I can't figure it out. I just, it's, it's very difficult right now to kind of put that one into perspective. It, it's so fascinating. I cannot wait for Friday for that. But that's, that's the hardest, that's the hardest line right there. Anything else on uh, Trey's potential matchups? Nope. All right, uh, let's let's go to this one. Since we can't really go over the rest of the bracket, let's just focus on who we have winning. I'll start back at Jay Gold. Are you sticking with Derek? I am. I think I do think Derek has an easier side of the bracket. There's less shenanigans on his side of the bracket once he gets past Duke. Um, and I do think that. If it comes down to, you know, big meaty men bumping meat, Derek against Dom, if they're going to go slam it into each other, I don't envision shenanigans. I envision Derek who has something to prove. Let's all be honest between the three of us. You guys have been watching AIW for a long time. Derek has something to prove this year. Um, you know, he, he Magnum and Frankie were the tag champs in the production. You know, uh, Derek, I believe Derek needs that intense title, and I want to see him in intense matches. Um, it's time for him to step up a level. It is. In AIW, it's time for Derek Dillinger to step up and show out, and he needs to t you know, take the reins and be the face with that intense title. So I do not change my pick one bit. I believe having Ziggy there is a great X factor and a great... I think he will beat Wes Barkley in the finals. Um, regardless of Bishop there, I do think he will find a way. And you're going to see a new intense champion sometime in the fall, and it will be Derek. Butters, are you sticking with kind of your pick that you had at the beginning of Derek? Or are you going to default to two of the other people you mentioned? Uh, I'm going to stick with Derek. Uh, Josh made a real good point. Once he gets past Duke, there's not going to be hopefully a lot of shenanigans. And I feel like in straight up matches, he has the advantage going in, um, especially if he wants to do shenanigans. He has Ziggy there with him to help pull those off. So I feel like 
he might have potentially the easiest route, maybe not the easiest, but he has one of the, the better shots of getting to the finals. And I think that everybody else on the other part of the bracket is going to have um, a pretty rough time getting to the finals so, by hook or by crook. So I feel like even if they make it to the finals, I don't think they're going to be well off enough that uh, they can pull past Derek. So I'm going to stick with Derek. So it comes down to me and obviously not picking Dom because I don't have him getting out of his, his match. And the th- thing is too, because how early we're recording, you know, maybe Dom isn't a hundred percent and he has to step out and I don't know, maybe either Mikey automatically goes forward or there is a replacement who, who knows, we'll figure out that throughout the week and come Friday. But I'm, I just don't have the confidence to stick with Dom. So then I have everybody else in tournament, obviously be somebody that I already picked. And what kind of sucks about it, it's going to be a little anticlimactic for the show because I am also going to pick Derek Dillinger. I think he could really pull this off. Now I'm kind of wondering what he would do if he were to cash in because technically, you know, Josh has two titles. And if there's one thing I know about Derek, he loves the intense title. So he might want the intense title. So yeah, he has to go through Bishop, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see when that would happen, where he would cash in. Cause that's, that's going to add a whole other wrinkle going forward. If, you know, if it's not Derek, you know, whoever else it is, like when they're going to do it because Josh has two titles. So like I said, I'm going with Derek and all of us, all three, we all went with Derek. So, so here's the other, the one other thing I was just thinking of, and I, I don't know if you guys agree with me. Tournaments are, especially in pro wrestling, are super tricky if there's an injury. So I did not see any provisions. I mean, knock on wood, 8,000 times, God forbid something happens to somebody in a match. Let's say they get their bell rung and they can't continue. What what are the drop-ins? Who are the stand-ins for the round in case something happens? So unless it's a forfeit, I get it. but there's always some sort of wild card. God forbid somebody can't go on to the next round. These are long. These tournaments that are, you know, same day tournaments are, man, they're wild. Crazy things could happen. I'm, I'm, you know, this is just the human side of me coming out saying, well, just in case, right? So if something happens, you know, what will happen? We, I don't think we know that. So it'll be interesting to find out. But, you know, there's something to chew on as well. God forbid something happens to one of the guys and they, and the next round can't, the match can't happen. Do they, do they have a stand in or, you know, someone who's been, who's on standby, who was in the, in go for broke and needs to fill that spot or will it just be a, a, a forfeit? So I guess we'll find that out as well when we get there. Oh, you know, Brian Carson is waiting in the wings. <laughs> I hope so. No, he's going to be, he's going to really be on commentary with him too. Maybe, uh, maybe he, you know, has to leave commentary. He's got to, he's got to step in. You never know. Selfishly, I really want this. Well, once I get home after IWTV airs it, I, I want Thorne. I want a semi-drunk John Thorne and Wadsworth doing the commentary because they did the commentary during, during Go For Broke. And honestly, I got such a chuckle out of Thorne's commentary. I would very much like the two of them to be calling this tournament so that I can hear it when I get home. But um, I would like Carson to be that guy waiting in the wings. Could you imagine? Can you imagine if the rules are still kind of out there and 
Duke doesn't walk out against Derek and out comes Brian Carson. I mean, <laughs> you never know, man. Something fun could something funky and fun could happen if it's it's a celebration of Biggins. You never know what could happen at this show. So uh, also, uh, if I, if we do get uh, John Thor uh, on commentary, <laughs> I really hope we get. Uh, him at least in the finals i think that that no matter what we have leading up i I would love to have him uh and and matt in the finals uh doing commentary i think that would be a nice fitting uh end for everything um to have them two on commentary to finish out the tournament so that'd be really sure would be it would be absolutely awesome all right any uh final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go start with jay gold nope jay gold 12 on twitter Good to talk to you guys. Can't wait to see on on Friday for the tournament. This is gonna be this is gonna be a lot of fun, guys. Cannot wait. I'm pretty sure I could have clipped that reaction from like every other episode we've done because <laughs> it, it's almost word for word everything. I got nothing. What, do I, what am I supposed to? Uh, what am I supposed to do? I got nothing. I, I know. I'm fucking busting your balls. <laughs> but I, I have to go to you first because then I go with all right, Charlie Butters. What about you? All right, so this week on IWTV Guide, uh, we had Austin from If You Catch My Grift On. Uh, we reviewed Beyond Wrestling's Masterclass. Uh, that should be available um, as we speak. Obviously, that should have come out either Monday or Tuesday. Um, and then today, along with this, hopefully, if everything goes as planned, uh, the Intense Icon, Mr. Josh Bishop, will be a special on a tear guest interview uh, dropping on the same podcast feed as IWTV Guide, and uh, you can check that out after you listen to this, or before, or you know, whatever order you decide. Wait a minute! You just told somebody at the end of this episode that they could, uh, so if they've gotten this far, they can listen to IWTV Guide before. So they're already. How does that work, dude? It is twelve thirty at night. I am tired. <laughs> I told, I, I've been <laughs> podcasting since eight o'clock tonight. I am ready to go to bed. I am sorry. That Check is, it out. How after this is done? Check it out, please. That is some Scott Steiner math bullshit that you just gave me. That someone could listen to this. So listen to IWTV guide before they listen to this, even though they've already hit close to the end. Yeah, stop right now. Go listen to that. Come back and finish off the episode. <laughs> they've already listened to most of the show anyway. But uh, uh, if you if you heard one giant beep going before that, it's just because you know he couldn't get it done. So, just letting you know. I believe uh, in him. I believe in you, Butters. I, I believe in me too, and he's gonna keep picking <laughs> on me like this. I'm just gonna have Josh come take care of him for me because, as we all know, I am Josh Bishop's favorite podcaster, and I'm sure he wouldn't like all these mean things you're saying to me. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't want to piss that guy off. I don't know. I'm good friends with uh, Jeff Cannonball, so uh, <laughs> just because he was a recent guest, I'm, I'm gonna go with him. He does deathmatch shit too, so and he, he's my guy. I, I really, I really love him. Literally, after an end of that episode, I was texting with Jesse, and I'm just like, dude, I think he became like one of my favorite wrestlers just by that fucking conversation. I love him so much. <laughs> All right, I guess that uh, that comes down to me. Because, of course, you can find myself at jsummers330 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, much like you can find this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Twitter.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Instagram.com slash Wrestling Cheers. Email, if you so choose a desire, 
wrestlingcheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe to your ever listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or Podbean, wrestlingcheers.podbean.com. And you can find all the links for all the social media and every place you can find the show in our link tree in this episode's show notes. You can also check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, The Spanish Announce Table, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Off the Hop Rope, Game Marks Podcast, We Like Sports Podcast, Powerbomb Jitsu, The Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, At Odds with Wrestling, Best in the World Podcast, Marks with Mikes, Dark Match Podcast, and Porch Talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Happy Hour with Steve Guy, The Co-Host Wrestling Show, Good Company, Toy Hio, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, Russell Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. Before we finish this episode up, want to remind everybody, because we kind of forgot to mention it through all this, that the Chandler Biggins Memorial Tournament, which is this Friday again at the Odeon, is going to be a part celebration of Chandler Biggins' birthday. And since we're not doing a preview for it, we do have the next day, Saturday, July 31st, Nightmare on North Elm Street at the Ashtabula County Fairgrounds, which will be a part of the Great Lakes Russell Fest. Gates open for that at 2 p.m. You're going to want to get there early for the tailgate that we are having for before the show and also in memory of Jeff Cobb. So we got Friday show for Biggins, Saturday show for Jeff. Back-to-back AIW shows in memory of two great people. Now that will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, unless you hear just a giant beep. Later. It's the Wrestling Cheers. Get up on your feet, praying in your day, in the middle of the week, and you gotta love the show, yeah you know it holds a title for the best podcast, talking wrestling in Ohio, finishing a cold one, take a load off, we ain't all about the prohibition like Josh, so we cheers, and then we sit back, other shows are in the trash, kinda like they Nick Stapp, like the name is Matt Justice, wearing all the gold. Wrestling Cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max Signing off Ohio Good night The world Good night We love you We'll see you next week